Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Learning to Love Myself. I'm your host, Jenny Snow, and I'm excited for today's topic. So let's get started. The topic that I've chosen for today is going back to the drawing board. I've chosen this topic because I really have had to take a step back from the way I've been doing things lately. I've So I guess let me explain a little bit here. The last couple of weeks I've been really trying to focus on what it is that I'm unable to see my blind spots. The things that I'm doing that really I need to change about myself. I feel like throughout my life, um, I it was easy for me to think that everything was okay because I wasn't really doing anything awful. I wasn't making choices that were necessarily destroying my life or destroying the lives around me. And so I kind of had this attitude of like, well, all is well. Everything's fine. You know, I'm just sitting in this um, zone where I'm not totally awful, but I'm not, you know, it's, it's like I wasn't doing anything. So I felt like I was doing fine, more than okay. And the last couple of weeks, I've been taking the time to really tear that down and see a deeper level of myself. I have discovered in the last couple of weeks places that I have been blinded to about myself. I have been a lot more honest with who I am as a person. And it has shown me that although I have made a lot of changes in my life, I have a long, long way to go. I want you all to know that in in what I'm talking about and what I've been doing the last couple weeks does not mean that in any way do I hate myself and in any way am I being hard on myself. I just want to be real, real with myself. I want to be honest so that I'm not telling myself a story that isn't true. Because for a long time I've been telling myself that there really isn't much wrong. And if there is, okay, it's an easy fix. But that is not true. So that's why I've titled this podcast today, Going Back to the Drawing Board. Because I've looked at the way I've been doing things. And although I sit in this quote-unquote pink cloud It's not reality. I need to know what I'm working with with myself. And in order to do that, I've had to deconstruct quite a bit. 
deconstruct the way that I think and be raw and real and vulnerable with myself. So I went from this thought process of, okay, today you weren't as patient with your children, so I need to work on that tomorrow. But overall, Jenny, you, you know, you worked out today and you ate healthy as much as you possibly could and you relaxed some and you, you know, you took some time for yourself and you took care of your family. But that wasn't the honest truth. My honest truth lately to myself has been realizing that I carry around a lot of pride, a lot of selfishness, and I don't like that about myself. I, uh, let me, let me tell you a little bit about where this started from this thought process and this deconstruction and going back to the drawing board. About a week, week and a half ago, uh, my bishop of my ward asked us to study some scriptures about loving people that are different from us. And when I first went through the scriptures, you know, I thought to myself, oh, it's really obvious the storyline and what is the appropriate actions to take in these situations. You know, the story in the Bible about the man who was in the wilderness or or journeying from city to city and thieves came upon him and beat him up and stole all his stuff and left him to die. And the Pharisee walked past him and didn't pay any attention to him. And a couple other people did that. And then it was just a, a common man that stopped and helped this person. And obviously, I don't have an, you know the story in front of me, so I couldn't give you exact names and situations and places, so I apologize, but it was stories like that that it was like, well, yeah, you know, I, I, the story that I tell myself is, well, yeah, I would stop and help that man. So that's the story I tell myself, and then I would actually help that man because I know it's the right thing to do. But there is a part of me that wants that praise from God that I'm doing the right thing. And if I'm digging a little deeper and being really honest with myself, am I really helping that person, that man? Would I help that person, that man? Because that's truly who I am. Am I doing it without expecting any notoriety from anyone or even from God, that that is just who I am. And I was honest with myself, and my answer to myself would be, well, yes, I would help him, but there's a 
selfish side of me that wants some notoriety from God and all of it. Look at me. See what I did? I did what you would have me do. I did the right thing. Where's my reward? You know? And I'll tell you, practicing this exercise has been so hard because I look at myself and think, wow, Jenny, you are so prideful. You are so selfish. You know, there's another story in the Bible where Jesus Christ is sitting down to a table and his disciples are there and they're sitting around a table and eating and the he sat down with the Sadducees and the sinners and the Pharisees saw this and they they asked Jesus why are you sitting with the Sadducees and sinners And this story goes on to say that uh, our Jesus uses a parable, an example. And basically, as I'm reading this story of this parable that Jesus is sharing with the Pharisees, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm really more like a Pharisee you know, the, the parable basically states, you know, who, who is better than who? You know, do, does it really matter? Because we all need a Savior. We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God, right? And I don't, I don't mean to to preach because if anything I'm not in a position in my life to preach these things. I'm just sharing with you the things that really stood out to me reading these stories. When I first started writing down my thoughts and feelings as I read these scriptures, you know, it was like, well, I don't want to be a, a Pharisee. They they separate themselves from the Sadducees and the sinners and they think that they're better because they have this wealth and this knowledge and they live in classes and they divide themselves. And because of that culture, the way they were living, you know, it was kind of like the Sadducees and the sinners were not even people. They were below them. It was like the dirt underneath their feet. And I thought to myself, I don't want to divide myself from other people. I don't want to compare myself. I don't want to think that I'm better than other people. And maybe in a way I kind of do and not intentionally, but I want to strip myself of that. I want to see myself as equal with everyone, regardless of things that divide us things that we label ourselves with or don't or society does, I believe that the whole point Jesus Christ was making is that we all deserve love and respect. We all need a savior in our life. 
And as I really thought about that, I thought, okay, so what are things that I need to change in my life? What do I need to change in the way that I think, in the way that I act, in the way that I behave? So I've had to go back to the drawing board and instead of looking at these people, I started looking very deep into myself. And so I wrote some things down in my journal. And I wanted to share some of those things with you. So as I am getting my journal here, this is the list that I came up with. I have no need to compare myself to other people. I just need to focus on myself. I need to constantly repent and ask for forgiveness of things that I do. I need to truly humble myself and do what Heavenly Father has asked me to do. I wrote, I've learned charity means serving others, even in small ways and loving them regardless of where they're from. And I meant that in figurative and literal senses, you know. To labor in the vineyard with my might and with Jesus Christ and enjoy the, the joy of that fruit. That I need my Savior always, not just circumstantially, but I need him for everything. You know, and I may not desire to do what is asked of me sometimes, but that I can always repent and go back to the work. To celebrate when people come back, return, return to families, return to themselves, return to God. I need to celebrate with them. I need to rejoice with them, bring them in, love them. I need to have eye contact and listen and really see the need of people and help them. I wrote, share the gospel, mingle with other people, don't pair off, talk to everyone, not just those I'm comfortable with. Love everyone, forgive others, focus on what I need to change with the help of my Savior. I wrote that change starts with me. So... I love what uh, Dallin H. Oaks said in a conference not too long ago. He said, we should be persons of goodwill toward all, rejecting persecution of any kind, including persecution based on race, ethnicity, religious belief or non-belief, and differences in sexual orientation. I believe that there will 
someday be a time where we can live together in unity and love. I think it's really difficult to do that right now, but at least I can practice. I can, as I practice learning to love myself, I can also practice to learn how to love other people. So I am grateful that I've been taking the time to really strip away my layers and say to myself, okay, what is your initial reaction and thought to the situation? What do you really do in a situation? How do you really feel about it in that situation? Is it genuine? Is it for notoriety? And not intentionally, but do I care what other people think? Am I being kind and loving? Is it coming from a place of being really genuine? That's what I want to work on. That's what I want to change about myself. That's what I want to be, be better at. I want this change to take over me and become me and be permanent. I was talking with a friend the other day that change, if it's temporary, people will be able to see it on the surface. It's a, and people will notice it very quickly. But lasting, permanent change starts within. And it's a slow process. And it takes a long time. And you will notice it first within yourself before others do. And when other people notice it, that change has already taken an effect within you. I equated it to exercising, right? Last year, almost a year ago, I started to make the change to take care of myself better and to exercise. And at first, even I wasn't seeing much of a change the scale would go up and down and up and down and up and down and my cravings would go up and down and up and down and some days I had good days and other days not so much and then slowly the scale started to move down and my cravings decreased or I found ways to combat the intense cravings or use alternatives for the sugar cravings and the chocolate cravings. And then it wasn't until four, five months into running four to six days a week before other people started to notice. And they would say, wow, what are you doing, Jenny? I'm running. I'm being careful about what I'm eating, being conscientious of it. But I've been doing this for a while. And at that point, I was in a rhythm. I wasn't struggling with wanting to go out. In fact, I started craving going out and running. 
And even after this recording, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go for a run. And I feel like that change has been permanent with me. I really do want to take care of my body and be healthy and happy. So that's what I wanted to share with you all today. Going back to the drawing board, reevaluating my life, reevaluating my thought process, my decisions, my choices, what, what I say, what I do. Bring myself back down to reality of, yes, you are a good person. Yes, you make good choices. But Jenny, you still have a lot of learning and growing to do. You are needing a lot more change in your life, which is good. I love who I am, but I want to continue to work on me and love myself even more. And the only way that I can do that is to continue to work on myself and not live in this place where I think everything is just fine. Because everything isn't just fine, at least not yet. I'm not complete. I'm not whole. There's still a lot of me that I need to work on. My puzzle isn't complete. I still have a lot of pieces that I need to find where they fit. Have any of you ever experienced this before in your life? Are any of you working on any of these things? I'm just curious if any of this brings to mind your experiences in life. If it resonates with you. Really, when it comes down to it, I'm trying to stop looking outward and just looking inward, trying to work on me and focus on me because that's all I can do. That's all I can change. And then learning to love people out, learning to love people for who they are and celebrating life with them and celebrating friendship and relationships. Thank you all for coming back and listening again. I hope that you've had a great week. I hope that you, as you work on your journey, as you go along your journey, you can find a lot of love and happiness in your life. And I hope that you have a great week and I'll come back again in a week.